All right, Vandy adding more weapons in the portal as we speak. We're getting rapidly approaching signing day. Oh, it's today. This is Locked on Vandy. Keep it locked. You are Locked on Vandy, your daily podcast on the Vanderbilt Commodores, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy National Signing Day, or National Early Signing Day for that matter, and welcome to the Locked On Vandy Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Corey Burton. Thanks for making Locked On Vandy your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. As I mentioned, today is signing day. And throughout the course of the day, I will be tweeting. I will be probably producing some YouTube shorts here um, throughout the day as people commit. Um, but we're going to have a bit Thursday's episode is going to focus on reacting to our high school recruits that have signed. So that's a little bit of what's to come up here in, in future episodes, but today is signing day. So uh, kudos, congrats, all that good stuff to everybody who's signing across the country. Uh, but more importantly, um, who's signing to join up with uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores on West End. Well, we're going to talk about two of those guys coming over in the portal uh, on today's early morning episode. We're going to talk about the basketball game that you just saw, which, um, yeah, can't believe my eyes there, but that, that's the show we got lined up for you today. But let's talk about these latest two weapons. Now, these guys are going to have heavily factor outside of the quarterback, obviously, but they're going to heavily factor into – this offense. Now, I'm talking especially about Tyler Fortenberry, tight end from Colin Junior College down, or Colin Community College down in Mississippi. Now, I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited about this commit who will soon be a signee because, again, he's going to play a major role in Tim Beck's offense. Now, the tight end is heavily featured in a lot of things, and don't get me wrong, Keyshawn Johnson will be as well, and I think he has a chance to be a difference maker. Uh, but when you look at the way Tim Beck uses his tight end in the blocking game, the RPO game, some of the play-action stuff, I think it's going to be a pivotal role, and you need somebody who has some versatility, some physicality at the point of attack, just a just kind of an all-around Jack of all trades, and I think Tyler Fortenberry is that, and that's why he will factor in. Like he's a big target, former quarterback, so he has that high football IQ. He's rangy, um, and and he can he can do some things to you in the in the passing game as well. And and I'm not saying he's gonna he's not gonna be Brock Bowers. I mean, who is? But I think he's gonna be a tight end that is very very dangerous. And somebody that you definitely, definitely need to keep an eye on. Now, uh, one of the things, a, lo a lot of what, a lot of how the tight ends are used in uh, in the Timbeck system is you see them in the blocking schemes, right? So you see them pulling, inserting on on zone leads. You see them reaching on the edge for some jet sweep stuff. You see them 
you know, kicking out on power. You see them do, you know, you see your tight ends kind of do a little bit of everything. One of those things is called split uh, trapping on a split zone, which means uh, the offensive line blocks to the right and the, uh, which leaves the backside defensive end, which would be the guy on the offense's left unblocked for the tight end to come over and trap. Now, hold that thought. We're about to get really high tech right here. Okay. You ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this, but here we go. We're going to really, really high tech. This is called split zone. Oh, got a post a note. All right, split zone. So this is what I'm talking about right here. Line blocks one way, tight end traps the other. All right, now let's use your imagination a little bit. What could that possibly open up? Well, I'm um, going back to my high tech system here. Um, my, you know, this is this is called on the fly thinking. You got to love this. Now I'm a coach, like being a coach, right? I'm a high school football coach. And being a high school football coach, if you were to look at my wall over here by the window, you would see notes. You would see plays drawn up, like right here. Like, here's something I drew up. Like, you just like coaches and like notepads, they are, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a limited resource. Like we think these things are going to go extinct, right? You get a thought in your head and boom, here you go. You just draw it up. You just draw it up real quick. Get your thought out and then you do something with it later. You either trash it or or you do something with it later on. So that's a little insight on how coaches' minds work, right? I guarantee you every coach in Vandy's office probably has stacks of random papers like you print something like for me i'll print something out and it's not quite the right thing instead of throwing the paper away i'll keep the scratch paper and i'll free i'll draw all over the back of it i'll write notes anything something i see and it may not be football related like i just do that with just notes in general so that's kind of the nerdy side that's kind of inside the look of the nerdy side of me but i digress this sets up this right you have slip screens and arrow screens that's a big part of what tim beck's rpo game is going to become all right so in my high-tech drawings here the split zone that i just showed you is related to the slip screen right so everybody sees that instead of blocking this defensive end right here the tight end is going to bypass and get into the flat all right quarterback's going to ride fake it here He's going to read this guy to determine what – or actually, he's going to read the next guy out here to determine whether he's going to give it or throw it to the tight end. And you see Nate Johnson do this against Florida in that viral clip that I saw yesterday. That was actually the slip screen RPO. It was inside zone slip screen RPO. It had motion to it. Uh, you thought the motion man was going to be the guy, but they ended up running a wheel – and then you had the slip screen come in behind that with the inside zone. It was really, really, really good play design. Uh, so you're going to see a lot of that with him. You're going to see some some play action stuff where he delays coming out. So he'll block for a good hard two count and then just kind of leak out into the flat. They have some things in the drop back pass game where he's crossing the field or sitting on, on stick routes and things like that. Like having a big target is really good for those kind of things, right? And so I think I think you could see some formations like this. I, you guys are going you guys are going to love these post notes. Like I like Zach, if you're listening to this segment, um, contact post it. Okay? Contact post it. I need I need to be their lead spokesman. Post it. 
talk to them. That's a free plug, by the way. All right. So you saw this concept that that we drew up yesterday out of a out of a Y two by two. Well, now, and I think it was. I don't have it. I don't have the. I don't have the photo with me now. But you you could see something like this where you get into, you know, you get into something like this where um, maybe you. You know, maybe you motion and then. So something out of a different look, but it's the same concept. It's that deep cross, deep mesh concept. But maybe you get a little window dressing and you motion this thing um, and, and get some guys in, in positions. But, you know, now you can utilize your tight end where people maybe think you're going to be run fitting. And now you you utilize your tight end in some downfield downfield passing concepts and you get a big tar you get a bigger target out there for them to pay attention to. So a lot of things, a lot of versatility you have with with Tyler Fortenberry again. Watching him block is also a thing of beauty. He's very physical at the point of attack. So he can down block on some of these. Like I showed you this. Like can you imagine him being this guy right here and down blocking this Y right here, down blocking on that Mike linebacker? Like there's some really really fun things you can do with Tyler Fortenberry, and um, you know some, if they have some other guys like that on the roster. Which um, as we get as we kind of progress towards spring practice, we'll kind of do some position breakdown stuff as well. Um, in addition to baseball, so if you're a baseball fan, get excited about baseball. I'm excited about baseball. This is the first time I really get a chance to deep dive into the Vanderbilt Commodores baseball team. So um, this will you know again. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm super pumped for that. Tyler Fortenberry, though, is going to be a really, really good key piece to this offense. I think he's going to be one of the lead weapons for Tim Beck and Nate Johnson and, and somebody that can help him and help this run game tremendously and, and, and make this thing go. Like I said, Fanny's got to be unique, and these things are unique. Moving guys around, using 11 personnel in, in ways that you would use 10 personnel, using 12 personnel in ways that you would use 11 personnel. Like just using your different personnel packages and finding some ways to use them outside of what people expect you to use those personnel groups with. So um, very, very, very exciting uh, stuff right there. So when we come back, as you see, uh, earlier this at, earlier um, earlier yesterday, um, not long after we posted, uh, Keyshawn Johnson announced his commitment to uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores out of Alabama State. We'll talk about him up next. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available 
to U.S. customers. eBay. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for making the Van- the Locked On Vandy podcast your first listen each and every day. Uh, we are uh, excited that you're here, and we hope that you become an everydayer. Um, make sure you make Locked On SEC your second listen every single day, especially go back and listen to I, – I was on with Chris Gordy. That guy's top notch, man. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I appreciate him for having me on uh, the the Lockdown SEC show. That was a, that was a great experience. We talked uh, portal stuff. We talked Nate Johnson. We talked uh, some of the portal losses that Vanderbilt's had and the impact that that's had. Forget them. They can move on, right? Talked about Ethan Barr being the uh, and talking about the uh, being the emotional leader of this defense. He's off to Washington. Best of luck to him. Um, but he is uh, he is now a husky. So if you want to talk about Ethan Barr, go wa- go uh, go get locked on with the with the Huskies. Locked on Huskies. I think they have a show. If they do, probably be a pretty good one. They probably got a few. They probably got a few things going on over there with the Washington Huskies that they could talk about. I, I don't know. Maybe this thing called the playoffs. Um, Colorado picked up a couple of our guys. Uh, Will Shepard to be. Uh, to be exact, South Carolina got McGowan, uh, London Humphreys, which um, was starting to wonder if he was getting cold feet, has now officially committed to Georgia. And uh, some other guys have gone other places. Uh, and there's still some guys like um, like Branch Rickey. Is, uh, he's not committed yet, but he's in the portal. So I don't, I don't know if there's a chance we could talk about it coming back. Who knows? But um, a guy that we did talk into coming is Keyshawn Johnson out of Alabama State. Now, this is an exciting one right here because he brings – Again, this is a word I'm probably going to use a lot when I'm talking about this new offensive scheme. It's because, A, I'm trying to get myself pumped up for it, and B, I'm I'm a believer after watching what New Mexico State had done to Auburn. Now, I'm not going to lie. That is the, that and half of the uh, their latest bowl game was probably as much of New Mexico State as I've ever watched in my entire life. Um, but it was enough for me to say, okay, if we get that guy as our offense coordinator, we're going to be in good shape. Now we, we just need to build a few weapons around him, but we're going to be in pretty good shape. So uh, Johnson coming off a season where he was named first team all swack. He had 61 catches, 879 yards, 829 yards, excuse me, and seven touchdowns during the 22 season. Um, he had 31 Catch it, or actually during the 22, 22 season, he had 31 catches for 530 yards. He had uh, he had 829 yards on 61 catches this season, earning all SWAC honors. Um, he's a Birmingham native. Um, he took his visit December 8th. He had offers from Baylor, Tulane, Boston College, Texas Tech, uh, to name to name a few. Um, Six foot, two hundred ten receiver. He's a sophomore, so it looks like he has two to three years of eligibility left in the tank. Now, what jumps off the page for Keyshawn Johnson is this: he is, <coughs> and 
not to use this word over and over again. He's explosive, but he he is electric, right? He is absolutely electric. He just gets flat, gets after it, man. And and he is, he's one of those guys that the ball's in the air. It's him, right? It's him. And he, he's going to go and get it. And he's going to, he's going to be that dude, right? He's only six foot. And he plays like he's freaking Calvin Johnson, man, going up winning deep balls, jump balls. He's fast. He's a, he's exciting. He's one of those guys where I'm like, oh, I thought maybe he had a chance of going pro. Like I thought there was a chance he was going to go pro, but maybe not. But watching his highlights on YouTube, man, the guy's just exciting, man. He's a deep threat. He is what he is what you need, man. He he is he is somebody that's going to come in with a little bit of swagger too, like. He's gonna he's gonna make sure that when when he makes a big catch on you, you know about it, and that's what this team honestly needs, right? Because it ain't coming from Clark Lee, and I and and I think Clark Lee is good at a lot of things. Um, unfortunately, some of those things haven't come to fruition just yet. Um, but I, I think a lot of things he's good at is scheme, defensive scheme. I think he's good at, you know finding talent and evaluating talent and, and getting it on board. I, I'm not so sure that he is as good with the overall program management that he needs to be. And maybe that's something he he's improving. Maybe that's something he's got to improve before he's going to end up being a defense coordinator in the very near future. But I, I think one of the things that he needs that he needs help with, and this is just his personality. So it's not necessarily right or wrong, it's just who he is. He needs somebody to come in and help him build some swag. And Keyshawn Johnson is definitely that guy. Keyshawn Johnson is going to bring that swagger in. He's going to bring that that attitude of, hey, this we, we got to get some juice here if we're going to win some games. So like, we got a hard schedule. And this guy's going to be in some premier games. And I, you know, you have to think that. When Keyshawn saw the schedule, he saw what he was going to be, and he saw how he was going to be utilized, and he and he has a chance to come in and be the feature guy, and that's really good tape to put on to put to put out there for for the NFL at a big school against big competition, and I don't know if you know this, but Alabama, Texas, Tennessee. Missouri, who's in the New Year's Six Bowl, um, Virginia Tech, just to name a few, big-time competition. You have five games to put some really, really good film out there against some really good teams. And if you can do that, you're going to be in good shape for the NFL. And being the lead guy, showing that you can do that as the lead guy is going to help you tremendously. And I, I think I think finally you you've got a you've got a guy coming in that's going to have a scheme that actually seems like it has a purpose. Now, I, I think a lot of what what Vandy's problems were is a they had no juice, they had no energy. So when you get up on them, it's like when when you got up on last year's team, they were beat. They were beat immediately. The head coach looked defeated half the time, right? So it's only natural. So I think this, I think what lacked on the offensive side of the ball was energy, 
ingenuity, creativity, and and just seeming like overall that there was some sort of plan, or at least that's what it looked like on the outside. And with Tim Beck, I don't know how much energy he brings, how much juice he brings, but I think I think uh, I think Keyshawn's going to bring a lot of the juice, but. I think you're going to have an organized plan. I think you're going to have some things going that take advantage of what Keyshawn Johnson's good at, what Tyler Fortenberry's good at, what some of these other playmakers are good at. And you're going to see a really well-run offense. And I think Clark Lee has a chance to save his job here if he has a little bit of juice. If he can find a way to motivate a lot of these guys, he has a chance. He has a chance. And I didn't think I'd ever. I didn't think I'd be saying this. Oh, two and a half weeks ago, like I was one of those. that's like, man, just get it over with. But he's killing it in the portal. He's redeeming himself, and I think Vanny fans need to give him a chance to do so. So, I'm excited about Keyshawn Johnson. He's electrifying. He's obviously improved every single year. He's got juice. He needs some NFL tape, so he's going to be in it. And you need somebody that's going to come in with some leadership. And these portal guys are going to come in with that leadership. And these two are really, really, really good gets. So uh, basketball play last night again. Um, thought it was going to be a win. Wasn't. Talk about what went wrong. And hopefully try to stay as positive as we can and end on as high of a note as we can. Uh, but we're going to talk a little hoops when we come back. And uh, when you're hiring for, a, for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help, to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. That's important. So it's important to have quality candidates as well. So LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats right now and may not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Called Post your job for free at LockedOn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for making Vandy Podcast your first listen each and every day. We we thank you for being hopefully an everydayer. If you're an everydayer at this point, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Much appreciated. Now try to grow that number. Now try to make from one everydayer to two, from two to four, from four to eight, from eight to 16, from 16 to 32. You get where I'm going. So all you math wizards out there, you get where I'm going. That's doubling it every time. All right. So we look to have a vast network of Everydayers. Lockdown Podcast Network is a great, great place. So it's uh, 
it's unfortunate that watching that basketball game was it 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 just was i don't know how else to describe it honestly and it's getting brutal it's getting really really hard to be positive about basketball the it's not like the women's team who's making it very easy to be positive like the women's team is is crushing right now and i can't wait i can't wait till they hit conference play because we're going to really see what they're made of and we're really going to see hopefully them turn up right and shout out to the women's team seriously i'm going to show them some more love so their next game we'll show them some more love i promise promise a promise a promise i want to have i want to have some a representative the head coach i want to have some i want to have the representative a representative of the women's team on this show once i get a little more established once i get my feet under me i'm coming for you all right but in the meantime men's team my gosh my gosh uh it's year five of the Stackhouse era it doesn't feel like it's been five years um his group has lost six of their last seven They've lost to three mid-majors. This was a home game. And, well, one thing that really stood out to me is I didn't even have to see it, but the attendance was abysmal. I don't know what the official number was, but the attendance was abysmal. You could hear individual conversations. You could hear everything that was being said on the court. Like you really probably didn't even need the microphones. It was it was bad. That sends a message, right? You know what happens when attendance drops? They don't want to lose that. They don't want to lose this. So, like I said, it's getting really, really, really difficult. Trying to be positive, I really am. Really, am trying to be positive. Really trying to find something here. I just can't. It's hard trying to be positive, okay? Trying to be positive. Just having a hard time doing so. Just having a hard time doing so. All right. What went right? Well, um, Mannion had 18 points. Uh, he was 7 of 18 from the field goal. He was perfect from the free throw line. Uh, Vandy shot 34% from the field. If you look at the team stats in this game, there's no like major discrepancy. It's the only thing that stands out is the three-point percentage. Vandy was 1 of 14, which went for an abysmal 7%. Western Carolina, 36% from behind the arc. There's your difference. Free throws, Vandy was better. Rebounds. Western Carolina was better by three, which should happen. Um, defensive rebounds, it was it was really bad. Uh, that's that's where the difference was made. Uh, steals, blocks, you know, turnovers were in favor of Vanderbilt. They had seven turnovers to Western Carolina's fifteen. Uh, they they capitalized fourteen points off of Western Carolina's turnovers. So. Um, they didn't, you know, they were equal on foul. So the team stats were really kind of even. Uh, Woolbright, who scored the game winner, uh, had 22 points, two of those on the last the last shot of the game, uh, which was a layup. Oy vey. Um, 
So, I mean, the team stats aren't real staggering when you when you look at it. So, um, but despite the uh, both teams report shooting, and but it seemed like that every time Vandy would go on a cold streak, Western Carolina would capitalize, especially when Vandy was firing up threes. This team reminds me of the last Tom Crean Georgia team. Where it ju- they it just they everything you do wrong they did, and it seemed like almost they were doing it on purpose, right? Vandy was very poor shooting again, and things from the Texas Tech game to this game now going into conference play. Oh man, they just they just weren't falling. The shots weren't going down. The three pointers were even worse, right? Uh, Ezra Man- Manjon played like last year's version of himself. He he has scored the double figures eight times. He like I said he was the only lone bright spot. But the thing that stood out the most was you got a lead. You've got nine seconds and the lead, and they have to take the ball the length of the court. You have a lead, which a one point lead over mid major, and you're but you're struggling, right? You're a team that's struggling, like you. You just need to win however you can win at this point because you just you just have to win. And what do they do? Western Carolina goes right down coast to coast, lays it in untouched to take the lead, like an uncontested layup, like it was practice. That's n- like... And like I said, I'm trying to be positive. I really am. But you can't do that. That can't happen. That's gotta be that's gotta be something. I, I don't know. I'm trying to be positive. Can't do it. So maybe next time. Ezra Man Ezra Manjon played really good. That's a positive. I'll end on that. Double digits for any time this season. We'll see how we'll see how uh, we'll see if they can find a little cohesion, and uh, we'll see if they can find some shooting when conference play starts. So, um, but when we co- but the next time I see you, we're going to be talking signing day. Congrats to all of the recruits. Letters are coming in. Tweets are coming about. You're seeing the graphics. You're seeing the I'm committed to Vandy or I'm committed to insert your school here. So congrats to everyone that's signing today. We'll see you back here on our next episode, which will be our next official episode will be tomorrow, but you'll see me maybe on a couple of YouTube shorts uh, throughout the day uh, reacting to some of these recruits. And uh, But until then, as always, anchor down.